Mama K. Mama K. Hey, everybody. And tonight we're doing The Green Knight in mm. theaters now. I don't think it's streaming anywhere. I think it's just theaters. Very, I personally was very excited for this movie. Uh, it's a A24 film. It's a film by mm-hmm. David Lowry, who did Ain't Them Body Saints, Pete's Dragon, A Ghost Story, and The Old Man and the Gun. I've seen two of those and liked them both. Uh, he's got a very particular style about him. Did you guys know anything going in? Nicole, I know you saw the trailers uh, once or twice, but I don't, I don't know if you know anything I don't anything think else. I really ever paid attention to them, to be honest with you, though. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do you okay? Um, I know the story of The Green Knight, and I think I had seen a trailer, but um, I don't know anything about this per- this director. So. Do you, so do you know do you did you know the poem this was based off of then, Sir Gawain and the, and the Green Knight? You knew, sure. knew that story? Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. well, maybe Knights you'll have a round table. Then. Yeah, well, I, I knew it was a nephew of King Arthur, but I had never heard this particular story. Yeah, this. I mean, yeah, we'll talk about it. the tale they tell is a little different, but yeah. Okay, so I knew about the the, the, the filming, and you knew about the, the story, and Nicole yeah. uh, did not know much about either. So that's good. <laughs> you uh, never this... do. This is the story of the Green Knight, an epic fantasy adventure based on the timeless Arthurian legend. The Green Knight tells the story of Sir Gawain, played by Dev Patel, King Arthur's reckless and headstrong nephew who embarks on a daring quest to confront the eponymous Green Knight, a gigantic emerald-skinned stranger and tester of men. That's enough of a definition to go into. Um, anything else to clear out beforehand? No, I think that's pretty much I mean, it's got people you'd recognize in this. Alicia Vikander, Joel Egerton, uh, Sean Harris, Ralph Indison mm-hmm. is the voice of the Green Knight. Uh, Barry Keoghan, that creepy guy from from Killing of a Sacred Deer that Mama Kay loves so much. Uh, yeah, so if you ha- if you haven't seen The Green Knight in theaters now, go check it out. If you have any interest, we're going to spoil it here now. So this is what happens at the beginning of The Green Knight. Uh, Gawain, the nephew, uh, he wakes up in like a brothel, and he's uh, get a lot of like his day to day life. Uh, he's not he's kind of in between being a knight and being a boy, so he's like a young man hasn't had any adventures yet. Uh, hasn't really proved himself, but uh, he's you know he's uh, has this opportunity to opportunity to on Christmas Day when he's asked to sit uh, next to his uh, uncle, I guess the king, King Arthur, uh, and the Green Knight shows up on horseback. He is uh, like a Grandpa Groot kind of looking guy. Um, <laughs> yes, big big tree green guy uh, drops a little scroll and makes the the queen through his own voice read it out Uh, the whole thing is he's challenging uh anyone who is brave enough to it's called a beheading game in in like lore but i don't know if he says that terminology but that's a terrible game beheading (laughs) game it's fun times basically he's going to if you if you can land a blow on me then i will land the same blow on you one year from today so uh, no, everyone in the room does not want to get up because this seems like a quite a crazy bad request. idea. Yep, yeah. but the young guy, he's like, ah, I need to prove myself. I haven't done anything yet, and I, I need this. This will show him that I have what it takes. And so he gets up. The knight kneels, drops his weapon, and uh, he hesitates for a second. Gawain does, but eventually strikes through the neck and cuts his head off. And thinking he won too easily, the knight picks up his severed head and says, One year, henceforth, rides away, cackling in the wind, 
And uh, we get not too many scenes before we pretty much immediately cut to uh, one year later, just a few days before the next Christmas, when he has to go journey into the forest, find the Green Chapel, and face his fate against the Green Knight. And he has little stories and quests along the way, uh, full of fables and and lessons and and themes and uh if, you know, if you've ever seen a lowry film it's uh <laughs> this was advertised as like a lord of the rings big like fighting style movie and it's absolutely not that at all so no this movie uh, initial thoughts what do we think mama k uh initial thoughts on this were uh it was really slow to start there's a piece that i want to talk about right in front that you i was hoping that you'd mention but you didn't so his mom apologies who, oh yeah who must be King Arthur's maybe sister-in-law. I'm not really sure, but um, his mom is actually conjured up this whole situation with the green Knight, And that for me, that's, I don't know what that means. I don't know. Did she do it so that he could like, you know, what she thinks is rightfully take, you know, the place of King Arthur or what, what, what is her motivation for sort of setting up this whole you know, scenario that's going to come down in this movie. What are your thoughts on that? Um, that's a good point. Uh, Is that how you took what was happening? Is that what your take was on it? Or was I think, I think she was, yeah, yes. I thought she was in on bringing it, bringing him or thrusting him into uh, a position. But we see her write the letter that gets delivered. Right. I mean, she 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 writes it. And puts it in the fire, and then that's, yeah, that's the one that gets delivered. She's some sort of, like, enchantress. I don't really know what her her title would literally be. Yeah. Um, but I didn't take it as a... I took it a, I took it as a villainous, like, deceptive act. Like, I didn't... I thought it was a negative towards the kingdom. And I, I think by the end it kind of is. Um, mm-hmm. But that... By the time we get through the adventures, I'm only reminded of it at the end when we get to the end. So I'll, I'll save that Oh, okay. I've, I worry, wondered about the witch mom most of the, the time. I did, I, too. I, I, I was thinking about her a lot during it, actually. Because so, she set the whole thing in motion. Yeah, they spent a lot of time in the beginning with her and, and her doing her little spells, whatever. I honestly thought that she was they were going to make her the, the fox. <laughs> oh, that was her. I don't know. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, so the yeah, so that piece of it I was, you know, it's 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 a slow gummy movie. It's definitely not I mean, I'm not a big Lord of the Rings fan, but I think that there's way more action adventure in one of those movies that this is probably the most um fairy tale uh what's a grotesque fairy tale? I don't know what that's called, but um It's kind telling. of Pan's Labyrinthy, but like if it was just the fan just the fantasy part. Yeah, without like taking somebody's face off. Yes, so it's it feels like that the story rather could have gone either of two ways. It could have gone like a Jerry Bruckenheimer way, or this way. No, and yeah. uh, this is uh, that movie. It's really hard to uh, stay interested sometimes because there there are things that are happening that are. I guess that it's not, there's not enough explained to me. And I thank goodness that I sort of know the background of what this is and that it's a, uh, I don't know if I'd call it a hero's quest, but it's definitely a coming of age kind of uh, 
movie for or Sir Gawain and I'm not sure where yeah I'm not sure where to put this how long ago did you see this two days two days ago yeah two days ago yeah, so I've had about a day to sit with it and I, I re- read a little bit, but mostly just kind of sit and think on like what my own, yeah, my own things are. You need it's a it's a digest thing. You need to definitely there if however much you care to digest it, 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 it requires it. I don't know if you could come away first view right after and know what you think about it. Yeah, and I think you have to be um, have some energy to see it. I think that it's it's kind of it dra- it it drags some and. Um, in a be- in a beautiful way. I mean, I, I don't want to pull away from how it's filmed, but um, yeah, it's 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 an interesting telling of the story, and it's probably more in line with like you know, a, like a grim fairy tale sort of. All right, Nicole, your All thoughts? Right. Well, good talk. Let's talk to you later. That was it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> I uh, have to give the filmmakers props here for creating the newest form of military torture device. Because that was the most torturous film I have sat through in the longest time. Oh. Yeah. Like I have never did- seen... Never seen Nicole hate a movie this much I, in my life. I actually cried because I could not sit there any longer. And she ran out of the theater. <laughs> I did. This was your, this was your RoboCop. That's how I felt about RoboCop. <laughs> I zoomed out of that place. I couldn't. I couldn't bear the last thirty-five minutes because. I just kept thinking it was going to be over and then it wasn't over and then it still wasn't over and once again it wasn't over and then it, yeah. it wasn't over and then for the eighth scene o- over wasn't over and I could I couldn't even start to digest that ending because the first hour and 15 minutes or so was just so deathly boring to me that I I, <laughs> I I feel no sense of like remarkability about what he goes through in his travels like I feel very confused about a lot of the people that he meets along the way and what they're meant to be like I didn't understand that little teenager in the field um when he's going through and then i didn't understand the people that he met that uh that grotesque scene (laughs) um yeah the the guy that i actually thought was benedict cumberbatch turns out to not be benedict cumberbatch who are you talking about oh oh no Sorry. Uh, with a little bit of CGI effect, but nope, that's a person. So, um... <laughs> CGI Benedict Cumberbatch. It's just Joel Edgerton. Yeah. And the, uh, the blindfolded with his dirty sock Willie Nelson. I didn't understand that whole love triangle in there. Well, so... <laughs> what? She Come thought that on, was Willie Mama Nelson, Kay. the blind that woman. That grandma with the with the dish rag over her eyes looked also, like Willie Nelson. But love triangle? What? I don't. We don't know. Oh, I that's no. There's definitely that going on there. I, I got. Why got is she blindfolded? I don't understand. Why um, are you calling it a love triangle? <laughs> that's more like a. I guess it's a rectangle. Once once he shows up. <laughs> 
I mean, Joel Egerton kisses him on the way out, so I just don't really know what's going on there. But the whole, like, okay, I, I can understand what this, what the the quest is for, okay? He's do, doing his duty of what he said he was going to do, but, like, Jesus Christ, I hated every second of that. I, I told you the have caffeine before you went, and I should have said maybe have, I don't know, some I told ed- her to too. So she had a drink. Something. No, she had a, a drink and then ate food in the theater, and then her seat didn't go all the way back. And <laughs> after about five, 15 minutes, in, I was like, she, I can, I could feel the energy of her next. And then I'll talk about the gentleman next to me on well, the I other put side. My, I put my all into watching this movie in the beginning. I gave it the you 30, tried. I could 30, 45 I could feel the, minutes. The effort. Yeah. I watched the the whole beginning. I saw what happened. I saw him put himself up as volunteer and, you know, want to prove himself <laughs> to his uncle or whatever, Uncle King, and the creepy lady with the weird nostrils next to the, the, the queen. Um, <laughs> I love it because the movie that Nicole is describing is a movie I want to watch. It's like, I want to <laughs> see. He's basically Katniss. I volunteer as tribute yeah. to, to Groot. You know, oh, this is pretty God. amazing. That crunchy motherfucker. She's <laughs> describing these things with tears in her eyes afterwards, but I just hated it so much. <laughs> Why did the, he, he sounded all crunchy? This is horrible. I just don't want to watch. I don't want to see these things anymore. Why do I have to see these? <laughs> Why do you make me watch this? <laughs> she was like, oh she had God. like a panic attack. <laughs> I did. You know? I kind I can feel that from her all the way over here. You know, yeah, the, yeah. the the feeling I had towards this is so strongly negative. Like I, I didn't. I don't like medieval times esque things. Oh, I don't okay. like Game of Thrones, and I don't like the Lord of the Pan's Bands. Labyrinth, Princess Bride type of movies, and that's what I felt like this was, and. Uh, unfortunately, nothing like redeemed it for me because the story was also very boring. I didn't care about the storyline. Uh, <laughs> so it's a shame because, I mean, we were reading through the reviews afterwards and everyone's like, it's beautiful and compelling and it's it's light. And I'm like, this is the most no. drab fucking thing I've ever seen. This is a claim. This is, I guess we'll go 90% Rotten Tomatoes, 84 Metacritic, 7.5 IMDb. The user scores are in like the mid 50s. So, I mean, yeah. that's obviously lower, but it's, that's, that's not so horrible that the government should use it to torture our enemies, uh, like <laughs> Nicole is suggesting. <laughs> and I, I don't also know. Don't... I might be with Nicole on that. Yeah. I don't have time to dissect the symbolism of this either. I, not a movie that I want to spend my time trying to get into the mind of someone. For for an, a studio like A24 and the things that I've seen that we, we like come out of them, like this is totally different level for me that I wasn't expecting and kind of disappointed me when I actually got to see it so a24 does allow you know filmmakers though to do these kind of things and be you know dynamic so i think that it's they're not going to appeal to everyone and this is no this is not a crowd pleaser at all well unless you're a critic apparently and you're like i want to talk about the symbolism and, I mean, I know. liked it too. Like, I mean, it wasn't. Well, you're a critic. I, I mean, we have a podcast that we're judging movies. Critics I'm not an authorized. The same thing. I'm not a po- member of the broad uh, 
Broadcast Film Critic Association Guild, though, you know. Yeah, I mean, we're close. There's no way. Well, I mean, if I, if I twirl my mustache a few more times, perhaps I know. they'll let me in. Do you have a mustache uh, right now? I ha- Yeah, I always have a, I have a mustache and a beard, like combo. Okay. Yeah. You, you don't know what I look like. Um, the I, I so like this this was a dis I, I I did like this. But this was a disappointment. It wasn't as good as I was hoping it would be. Because uh, I like Nicole. Don't I can't get into anything medieval. I don't do Lord of the Rings. I don't do Game of Thrones. But Braveheart. Uh, for, uh, yeah, don't I don't care for that either. Um, oh, Braveheart. Even great. even uh even uh what's the one you just said? Uh, like the lighter, like Princess Bride. I, I don't Princess really get Bride. that movie either. Well, yeah, we we reviewed that, and I don't think any of us got it. So. It was like I I, I no, I don't I don't get it. I don't get like I don't get like magic castles and people living in dirt and mud and like all this it's it's also so much about like like properness and nobility despite being disgusting and barbaric it just doesn't make any sense to me even the words that they use like that i'm not feeling any type of way because you're saying all these like medieval phrases it's just making me more confused (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean they talk yes they talk a little differently and this and that's a, a, a like we had a pretty full theater, and I am pretty sure most people really? there were probably not happy. Yeah, it was very full. Um, mm. Yeah, I had a gentleman sitting right next to me, and it was not. We'll get to that in a little bit later. Uh, but I so okay. like the setup is fine. It's a little. It is. It is slow. I was expecting slow. I was expecting deliberate. So I was like ready for the speed of this movie because the other two movies I've seen of his, Old Man and the Gun, and. Uh, and uh, Ghost Story are deathly slow. Like Ghost Story is, I think, if, if anyone's seen that, that's famous for the scene where Rooney Mara sits on the floor and eats a pie for I think it's six and a half minutes uncut. The camera doesn't move. Like it's quite literally that long. And then she goes and throws it up, and that's the, that's the whole scene. Like he does this. He does long, super long takes. Where people are walking slowly, and there's scenery around and. Uh, they're cool camera tricks and stuff. If we want to talk about visual and sound kind of stuff, so I'll, I, I was getting what I was expecting in the beginning, uh, and then the fable part comes in. So he does the different things. He does. There's the Barry Keoghan and his band of like thieves, I guess, or his two like homeless. I don't even know what's going on with the two of them. There's that part. <laughs> there's the headless girl. There is the giants. Headless in girl. The, yeah, you were starting. Well, she, to, you, yeah. I had to wake you up a little bit there because you did. Yeah, you know, he's a little bit, a little bit of snoring. I was, and it was a full theater and a quiet movie, so I had to. Ordinarily, I would just let you go because I knew you weren't enjoying it, but your snoring was so loud. I was like, it is a full theater. Really? Quiet, oh my god! Usually, scene. I'm self aware and I try to keep myself awake, but a couple of times your snores woke you up. I heard you go, <laughs> and then he went. <laughs> I think we need to send Nicole and your dad to a movie together, just so they. No, can we sleep. would get stuck in the theater overnight. Yeah, you might because <laughs> yeah, the, the, I also have. You'd a wake up at three a.m. <laughs> like no one came and got you. <laughs> the diff- um, the big thing in ours is when you know I did have the snore. Your your dad next to me, and then he would just wake up and go, "I don't know what's going on. I don't understand any of that's this." That's kind of what happened with me. And I Nicole, don't know what's going on. <laughs> Nicole's was a little. Nicole wasn't super angry until she thought it was the, almost the end, and then it didn't end. <laughs> and then we had the, she the, miscalculated the, when the ending was going to be. La, the, la, the last forty years of his life had to go by. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> 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 Jesus Christ. 
and then, then a flashback again to his yeah. the confrontation. You and I was like, oh, are they gonna still keep going? I know. How many how many lives is he gonna have to go through before this movie ends? <laughs> Uh, so I like I like about ha- like a, a mixed bag of the of the little stories in between. Yeah, me and too. And I think actually. each one each one's got its own kind of theme and thing. And I I like the ultimate resolution. I like the ultimate when he confronts the Green Knight and that scene goes down. Then we get the forty years of his life, and then we get the Dana Mall, like the Dana Mall Dana Mall. Um, and I I think it ends well there. And it's got I, I really like that big giant ending theme a uh, bit. So, you know, it's a mixed bag. It was disappointing, but I still liked it. I liked more than I didn't, and it looks it looks great. Uh, and I was, I guess I was also prepared. I was prepared for something very slow, something very, like, like no, I'm sure if, if you told the average moviegoer that when they saw this trailer, there would be no fight scenes. There's no fight scenes. There's, like, no, there, there's, there's nothing. There's some beheading scenes. Yes, but like there, you, you, you see the the Green Knight. You're, there's not going to be a war battle. I mean, we we right. walk through some areas was where there was a battle at some point, um, but like we don't actually see a lot of action. Um, yeah. So okay, so it's like you. I mean, you couldn't have enjoyed it less than a I guess. So what what's what were some of the, like hmm. the story bits that you liked and which ones didn't work? Well, the reason one didn't work is that actor that is the kid with the hench women in the forest. Yeah, Barry Barry Keoghan. I cannot with him. I cannot. I think he's a good actor. He, that's might be perfectly fine, but he unnerves the crap out of me. And I'm, and that's why he's in these movies because he does that. It's completely successful. I've not seen him like outside of film. Like I've not seen him like at a premiere or uh, getting, you know, papped by the photogs. I've not seen any of that. So maybe outside of that, is something I could deal with, but he creeps me the fuck a, out. They keep him in a crate offset. That's why they. That's why he's. Well, so I kind of feel like that because <laughs> I, I I feel like if they left him out to his own devices, the world would not survive that. So when I saw that he was there and he had sort of a very strange American accent sometimes, um, I was like, oh, this isn't working for me on multiple levels, and I. I, I think I would have liked that part a little bit more if if maybe he weren't in it. Uh, I really dislike the giant people with boobs and babies. And <laughs> what did I call them? I, that was um, Amish people walking around. Uh, what the hell? Uh, you know, you're. I mean, what? You're going up a hill, and then all of a sudden you see a giant hand come over the side. I'm like, okay. I'm I thought suspending. I was gonna love that scene based on the trailer, but I that I, that one disappointed. That was one of my bigger disappointments. So I thought that was gonna be cool because I like. It giant really looked like creatures. it was another movie that was like etched over it. That's got yeah. stuff in the screen that kept starting. Yeah, it's or somebody kept saying, "Don't forget you. You know, you're contractually you have to have <laughs> the giant scene in because I don't know what that represented at all. Just like no, I'm kind of lost on that one. I don't know what yeah. the point of that part was. Whether he, I mean, it'd be different if, like, maybe he hit his head, and he, I mean, I know he was exhausted, and maybe that point, at that point, he was uh, hallucinating or whatever. Um, I do like the small scene that he had with the girl that had a head but really didn't have a head. Uh, that's I maybe found, my favorite middle middle yeah, middle bit. I found, that's that's really good. Yeah, and the thing about like Knights of the Round Table, you know, part of the thing is they have to do whatever a damsel asks them to do. So. He runs across this woman who's like, you got to go find my head. And he's looking at her like, 
at least I would be like, well, your head's right on top of your body. But he's, and she says, no, it's in the lake. And he's like, okay. You know, he's like contractually obliged to go into the lake for the head. Um, so I think that that whole scene was everything about that was great. Him finding the little cottage and just all of that was really good. And if, if you're going to have somebody having a hallucination, that's the one to have, not these gelatinous naked <laughs> giants that are yucky and yucky. And I don't know why they're there. So um, weird. Yeah. What were some of the other... I mean, there's the runner with the fox, and then there's the... It sounds like Nicole's is calling it the, the, the threesome people. I don't know what you want to refer to. Oh, but yeah, yeah, the castle Alicia people. Vikander, yeah, Joel Edgerkin, and Willie Nelson. Yeah, which is interesting because why do we have her, like, in a dual role? What's that all about? You know, because she's... She's, she's the, his... the prostitute, right? Yeah, she's the yeah, prostitute in the beginning. And then all of a sudden she's a different... She's the only person, I think, that has, like, a the same has a different role but is the same actress so i think so that's meant to be something but i don't really know what that's meant to be um willie nelson i never thought of it like that (laughs) oh my god Um, she looks just like willie nelson though that was the closest thing to enjoyment nicole got for this (laughs) she laughed (laughs) when he saw him (laughs) or her i guess (laughs) yeah i didn't really mind that whole thing. But what I, do you was... think is the, the purpose of the blindfolds? Well, I'm trying to still figure out what the purpose of that whole like set was. Like, what is the purpose of what? What is the purpose of all of that? There was so much going on. Did they? Were well, they the whole thing there is a, is to get, get that or is to get the uh, the what is it? The cloth, the cloth that he wears around him. That's the whole. Right. He needs he needs to get that because that's like the big thing at the end when it's the confrontation. Right. Yeah, and I. Okay, you're right. That's a good that's a good device to get there. But I mean, it's a lot to get a piece of cloth. You yeah, know what like I'm they ha- what's so. their argument about? She's like, you'll never be a king. Whatever the hell she said, it was weird. Yeah. I think. Well, this is part of the medieval stuff I don't like, which is I think it's a, about a sub- succumbing to temptation and like you're supposed to rise above that as a knight, which is like right. You know, he literally shoots a shot right there in the in the thing. We get to see that. Uh, over the, the first over the rag. scene is him waking up in a brothel. Well, that's that's when we see him originally, but that's that's where he's at the beginning. He's he is not a he's a he's a not a, a desirable person at the beginning. He's he's drinking all the time and he's hanging out in brothels and he's the king's nephew. He's supposed to be like the other knights, or at least so he thinks. Like, what's why be a good man when you could be a great man? Although I don't even know if he's really a good man at any point. Um, right. Maybe at the end he's kind of redeemed, but I think I mean he's kind of a he's kind of the, our, our our protagonist is not a good person in my in my estimate throughout. At best he's a naive person, but I don't find him particularly um, heroic. He's a, at, no, at he's all. definitely not heroic. He's a cowardly in several instances. He's yeah, I don't. Yeah, he's, he's not your traditional protagonist. But I but going through these trials and tribulations, that's where he's supposed to be able to get to where he's going. But he really doesn't get there until the very end when we see, you know, him imagining if he makes this choice to run at the end, you know, what does that mean for him? And then he really does take then he really does do the the honorable thing. So, um, yeah, the things I feel like the things, the, the story pieces that get us that move him along are really good. Um, and the ones that 
I can't figure out because I'm stupid or whatever. I, I, they're it's throwaway for me. It's not even that. There's, there's nothing that makes this obvious as to what they were trying to portray in half this stuff. It's, it's over our heads on purpose, and I hate shit like that. Well, in the think, in the poem that there is, there are those people. The castle people do exist in the. That's poem, the biggest so. part of the poem that's in here. Is that's yeah. the mo- of the of the middle stops that last one with the with the. I thought of them as like swingers, like a swinger, like medieval swinger <laughs> kind of people. But like they're like it's like a they're like a Sodom and Gomorrah house. They're like a, 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 a house of sin. It's not a noble place to go, and that's why that's why. When he succumbs to his temptation, the end. He gets like the little rag, and like that's. It's almost like his little like safety blanket. Like if you wear right. this, you're invincible. Nothing will hurt you. And he clutches to that the whole time. So it's a it's a it's a place of cowardice and a place of sin, and that's why it's a bad place. And he has to surrender that at the end if he's going to achieve his destiny. But let's talk about that for a second because his mom is the one who gives him that and tells him that he has to come back with this in order to you know uh, finishes I think the quest. mom is I think the mom is villainous though because she I do she too br- I think she, she hates brings him. this upon well she brings this upon uh, she brings this upon him and then I mean I guess we could just talk about part the, the end and mix it in here so like the the green knight he confronts the green knight great confrontation Tina I love it and he sits yes. there and like it's he so good there uh, for Nicole, like 12 hours pro- I'm sure Nicole hated it because it took a long time, but uh, he gets he gets to the the Green Chapel and he sits there for a while and we keep and like time is passing and at one point the Green Knight like wakes up and like looks and he's like Ugh. and then he goes back and to sleep and then time the keeps Green passing Knight to be so grotesque that I couldn't I, I couldn't enjoy that part of it because I I have a, I have a problem with things that look crunchy and gross and treeish. I hate that shit. I, I hate all of it. So you have a, a sensory overload problem and that last scene is just like you got all kinds of crunchy unpleasing sounds, sounds and... to you. Yeah. I I, yeah. I, I, mean, I like the crunchiness of him. I think it adds to his That's his what, kind of why I was so like adverse to um, Pan's Labyrinth too. I, I was not expecting that many crunchies in that either. What about uh, those two par- those parts of the Caribbean movie with the with yeah, the, the gooey David guys Jones crew? Yeah, yeah, also too crunchy. I don't know, like Agreed. any of that. <laughs> you don't per- like the crunchy per- periwinkle face? No. Nope. Uh, like so he's gonna he's gonna bring the axe down and and guy guy uh, is coward like super coward cowering in the corner and he's like oh you flinched like I didn't flinch when I do it I did it you're flinching and then he's like no, I'm not as brave as you I'm sorry that he runs away um, and then we get the cut like a series of flash forwards where he he has he has sex with Alicia Vikander back like the the, the the one of the brothel and she has his kid and the kid is taken away because she is like a trash person so they gotta you know get get her out of there and but they then, pay her uh, for it so you know yeah it's nice of them a couple uh, shillings <laughs> yeah couple of shillings uh and then they get like they get rid of her and he, he's married to some queen or princess of another it looks, looks like another like land the exact same woman as it what? looks kind of like the woman that gets. I thought it was the, the headless woman from woman. the castle. I thought it was the headless. Well, woman. that's what your dad said that, and I'm like, no, that's not her. That was no, not it her. Can't be her. No, it's not. No, her. I think. Yeah. Well, it, also, she looked like she was about 14. So. 
Well, that would have been that would have been commonplace back then. Yeah. But, uh, uh, then we go. We get. You know, his, the kingdom is slowly falling apart. His son dies in battle, and like people are throwing stuff at him when he returns, including his the the former the former mom the the prostitute, um, and his kingdom is like just getting getting wrecked. He's not a good king. He's not a good leader, and uh, everyone's leaving him behind. And we get a the very last thing before we cut back to the the green knight in the woods is like the door is coming down and he's staring off and his head falls off his shoulders and onto the ground and that is when we cut back to him kneeling before the green knight and that's when he removes the little sash thing and then he says all right now i'm ready and then the green knight's like oh you passed the test you good job you're a good job and then that's the end of the green knight and then it says green knight um <laughs> i like that no, then i actually liked then all says, of that then he says off with your head yeah but he doesn't actually. It won't end but for you. But I mean, what does it really mean? Because the Green Knight had his ch- head chopped off, and he just, I guess, stuck it back on at some point. So why can't the king? And well, also, he put it right back on when he was there, and just it just happened. Yeah, that's true. And then, and then, you know, the chick that lost her head, you know, in the water, she was still living her best life without. Well, you know, no, that was a whole like spectery thing, and like you know, when he, know. When he brings the I'm head just back saying. in, I thought that part, but I like that bit the best. But that, that's that's like it, the, the middle parts are almost anthology feeling to me. I don't have a much of a larger connection other than fleshing out who Guywin is, which by the end I don't think is that much of a good person. I mean, what's what's the end? Is he actually like stops stops being a little weenie and like takes his takes his takes it on the chin and then the green knight's like good job he's finally stopped being a coward and like yeah like the, the, that's the whole journey which i think is a good a good through line but the stories in between i don't have as much connection to the giant story which is something that draws back one because some of them i don't find as entertaining and then two because i don't think all the pieces work well together it feels more right. like good bits that work on their own but don't tie to the larger like if you don't take your fate now, like you're gonna doom everyone. If you, do, and I, I think I told this to Nicole too. It reminded me of a different night, the Dark Knight from uh, the the Batman, the second Batman movie, where uh, I think it's Harvey Dent says, "Either die the hero, or live long enough to be the villain." If he would have just taken the knee and taken his head off there, he would have been the legendary knight who beheaded the Green Knight and died died too young. But because he, you know, ran away, he became the king that lost the kingdom. So he became you know the worst. So. I don't know. I thought that was a but good did that, re- that didn't really happen, though. No, but that's what would have happened. If he didn't die the hero, he yeah. would have lo- lo- And we don't really know what really happens at the end anyway, because it cuts when he says, off with your head, and he doesn't actually do the swing. He just does the little uh, the little finger on the throat thing. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know how the real story ends, which, again, is a story, so we don't know I think any of that I think, I think there's going to be a sequel. Nicole, listen, no. hear me out. No, listen, no. there's going to be a sequel. David Lowry don't make sequels. Listen to me, and it's going to be a buddy movie. It's going to be great. No, 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 get out of here. <laughs> it's going to be like Rush Hour, sort of. Jackie Chan. You're gonna, the, it's a, medieval, it's an origin story. Medieval Groot gonna, and uh, Spaceman. Well, that's what right. I say. It's an origin story. They're going to splice Dev Patel. He's, Dev Patel's going to become the fox, and then they're going to become Groot and Rocket, and they're going to go to space. <laughs> that's pretty good. What a fun! What a fun quest! Um, I mean, a twenty-four might do it. Just saying. That's too big of a budget. This this had what was the budget for this one? It was higher than an average a twenty-four movie, but like it looked it looked expensive. Fifteen mil. It looked good for fifteen mil. I thought. Fifty or fifteen. Fifteen. 
Oh, yeah, that's good. This looks really good for 15 mil. That is not that is not that much money in for Hollywood standards. And they, I mean, I'm sure no one took a big payday for this, but like, there's there's names in this. There's pe- people 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 yeah. in this. Uh, oh, do yeah. you have do you have anything more on on that part? Okay, I know Nicole probably doesn't have too much on that part. No, I'm I don't have anything to say. Just one thing about like when you have when you know the background of of the story that it's a poem and. And these, and it's a six hundred year old poem. Um, that these things are created through all these different, you know, little. Every village has a story, kind of thing, and everything is, you know, this as time goes on, things get elaborated and change and all of that. And I think if I look at it that way, sometimes I can think maybe that all of these little stories going together. That's why they don't mesh for me, I think, is because there's just, it's a lot of little pieces that maybe don't necessarily. Um, they just took a bunch of different stories to com- to make this? Yeah, it's like they don't, it's like they don't click, well, like from different, they pick and choose, sort of, and, and I think that they, they um, you know, a 600-year-old story is kind of hard to play these days, so I think it was probably a difficult uh, task for the filmmaker, for sure, and I do think he took some artistic uh, license that he wanted to and maybe that some of those things just didn't work for everybody but that's another thing he made this for he's a filmmaker and i like these filmmakers and you guys typically do not he makes movies for themselves they make exactly what they want to make and they think is cool and not really caring too much what the audience is going to say knowing that the critics will probably like it and that most audiences like if i like i know you hated this nicole but like i think if you saw any of his movies you would you would hate all of them. You would think they're all horrible like this. I think you'd <laughs> yeah, think he's it's just the hyperindulgence of it. It's the, it's yeah. the thing. and I don't I don't like I don't enjoy that either. Like the biggest name I can think of that does stuff like this is like Paul Thomas Anderson, where like he makes just kind of whatever he wants and sometimes it matches what people like and sometimes it is absolutely not what anyone wants, but it's exactly what he wants. Yeah. Like, it's like the you know, squid and the whale guy. Yeah, Noah Bombuck's kinda like his stuff's a little more accessible. Yeah. Like Yeah. Like this is it ha- yeah, it has an audience. It, it th- has- yeah, this is not accessible to most people. I don't think like this no. is none of his stuff. I, old man, and the gun kind of is because that's just like an old guy robs banks, but he's super nice about it. So people are nice to him. <laughs> that, that's more accessible, what? but like you know, what? what was your audience like? Like, I'm just curious. What was the dem- demographic? Um, I don't know. Like. younger couples i would say maybe a couple of friends but mostly younger and couples or friends Uh, i didn't see too many older people in this is that about right nicole i i have no idea (laughs) she was scratching her eyes out. she's in a blind rage (laughs) (laughs) Uh, why do you make me do this i I I, never thought that i would act that way but something about this just just put me off so it set you off it just like you you were triggered you were you were fully triggered by this film yeah um before we before we close out here i'll I'll talk about that guy next to me because this could have also affected my enjoyment is on my left hand side i'm trying to knowingly i'm hurting nicole but like i like i don't like if i say your seat's hurt do you want to move up she's like no this is fine and like at one point, I, I, at one point, I was literally just gonna be like, "Do you want the keys? And do you just want to go drive around for an hour? And I'll finish this." And like, but I, I didn't even want to say anything because you were. You know, I took one for the I, team, so I could talk about it today. Yeah, I know, I know. Thanks, but that, it's hard to enjoy something when you know the person you're with is actively hating it, and it makes it yeah. even harder when the gentleman on your right 
is not reacting appropriately to anything at all. So this is not a, uh, I would say, there's a couple of small, tiny jokes, but this is in no way a comedic movie at all, right? Like no. there, there was yes. no laughing in your theater, Mama K, I would assume? Uh, no. Lot, Zero a lot laughter. Here. Yeah, yeah. The, not a lot in our theater, except for the gentleman to my right, who would do these grandiose hand gesturing motions, particularly when any sex scene would come on, and then give loud <laughs> chuckles at horribly inappropriate times when the rest of the theater was completely silent, and he is right in my ear, flapping his arms. Uh, he's he's very large. Uh, he's this, uh, he's a large white man, kind of a uh, the typical neck beardy kind of basement guy. Yeah, but like. So this is the only reason I didn't say anything, because he was also talking a good amount more than I would have liked to whoever came with him. I didn't get a look at who that was. Um, but the only reason I didn't leave him, like, hey, you need to shut the fuck up, because this is, this is ridiculous, is the hand gestures were just wild enough where I thought maybe <laughs> the person with him might have been, like, a helper, and it could have been... Right. It was... I don't think so. I'm like, if I had to place bets, like, I would be like, like, 90-10, he was just an asshole. But there was a possibility that I would just say, shut the fuck up to a guy with who's on the spectrum, and I don't want to... I, 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 I took one for my myself on that one and <laughs> sat between a, a smoldering Nicole and a wildly animated, inappropriately laughing, hand-gesturing, talking, large gentleman to my right. It just... It, the stars did not align for this. No, it, it was not... Oh. It was not the experience I was looking for either. I was also pretty mad at the end of this because of how Nicole was... I was upset because I didn't get a viewing experience like I was hoping. Um, still oh, liked no. it, but anyway, that's... Oh, dude, dude, oh this guy. If, if you could have seen this... Oh. I'll tell you what, though. What? Well, the disdain that I had last night for it has mildly subsided. I talked to my friend at work that liked this, and she's not the person I would ever expect to like something like this. And she huh. said she did, so I had to kind of put myself back to the m- moment yesterday and be like, okay, I guess it wasn't as awful as I thought, but still nothing redeeming is kind of where I landed on it. Yeah, but when you're in it, sometimes it's hard to, like, You let your emotions out. fly when you, uh do anything i Me? guess like you 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 uh at the at the, at the time of something happening person. it is a very yeah it, it is it is the me, the most or least or best or worst whatever's happening right there it is a very extreme emotional reaction uh, <laughs> so I, I mean did you want to point anything else uh out before we kind of wrap this one up here no, I just think and, it's it's interesting that you that you know the theater experience does change. I mean, it it obviously we've all been watching stuff at home a lot, and then going back to the theater. And whether you're at home, it's very different to watch something in your house, and it's very different to watch something in the theater. And then also to have something happen in a theater like that. When we went to see Lincoln, whatever the most recent Abraham Lincoln movie was, the Paul T- uh, oh no Steven Spielberg Lincoln yeah. Yeah, just called Lincoln, right? Um, I was, lucky me, I mean, I was sitting behind the uh, most aficionado Lincoln person in the whole state of Maine. And he spent the whole movie pointing out foibles within the movie. And his friend, about two-thirds of the way through, was like, you know, movies like take liberties and yeah, but they need to tell the story. 
Oh, like it is. Yeah, you know James Buchanan was 5'8", not 5'10", right? Oh, <laughs> my God. Yeah. And he had like a, that kind of shit. Oh, and he had a limp. They're not even showing that he had a limp. And and you're just like... And literally everyone around was... You could just see the discomfort on everybody. And there was some shh and quiet and that kind of thing. And no, and it was just... But people up here are too, I don't know, polite. I'm not sure what no, it is. That's the thing. Like, if I were next to that guy it would have been hey please like that's the that's how i would would approach it hey please shut the fuck up just like a real like hey but also yeah gonna say fuck uh but if they're far enough away from me i don't do it because i'm not gonna get up and go over to it but <laughs> and that's the only reason oh, oh man, remember that guy. one time when i had to shush a kid at the uh incredibles <laughs> you shushed, you shushed <laughs> a child <laughs> At a children's movie. Uh, yeah, oh I'm trying to enjoy Incredibles 2, and your child won't stop running up and down the aisle. No, oh, the, and those two girls. It was the girl next to me, and she had, like, all of her, like, Ritz cracker crumbs getting into my seats. So I'm like, oh, you gotta... Oh, they weren't... Oh, them. They weren't, like, children children. They were, like, t- like younger teenagers, I think. Tweens. And Incredibles must have shushed a couple children then. I definitely shushed a child. You did, yeah, there was a kid running in the aisle who you who you kind of. Oh my god! I feel like yeah. I remember hearing this story. So yeah, <laughs> no, because the girls uh, next to us were on their phones and they took that they were wearing sandals and they took them off, so they just had bare feet on the seats. And Nicole was very disturbed by that as well. <laughs> I Nicole, said it multiple Nicole times. Nicole needs a very perfect environment to watch I, something. She does I mean, not I've like. said it multiple times in this podcast for years now that it could make or break my watching experience when there's something shitty happening in the movie theater. That's what was shocking about Aladdin, which is a movie most people wouldn't be like, oh, that's one of the best movies ever, is that our seats were broken in that one. We couldn't recline (laughs) them. And Nicole absolutely loved Aladdin. Like, I can't even imagine how much she would have loved it if she could lean back. (laughs) Like, it was... Yeah. It would have been so much better. Well, I mean, right. this this theater this experience I had an issue with too because I mean, you know, my partner fell fell asleep and so I had to. Uh, st- I don't care if he slept, but he couldn't snore, just like you said. That's you just right. Can't that's do that. yeah. That's my threshold too. Right. Yeah. You can't do that. So um, he had to figure out a way to keep himself um, occupied during the rest of the movie. Besides saying, "I don't really, I don't even know what's going on. Uh, what is happening here? I don't." know what's going on so he fixated on the fox we haven't really we didn't talk about the fox very much but there is this little fox it's like his gar, uh, guide or something and every time the fox came on the screen foxy, <laughs> foxy. oh god that's so him just focus in on one thing and say one annoying word and like, just, that'll, that'll fuel him for, for probably days that is so great foxy. Oh my god! It was so much. It was so much. That's, that's like what you do with like a toddler. <laughs> you just and key it on like, one thing that doesn't matter, and then you just uh, say one word over and over. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it was. Fishy, and I was fishy, like, fishy. And, yeah, <laughs> thanks, Darla. So as as the person who's there, like I either like stop it, and then that's going to cause tri- strife, right? So it's, you're, you're flirting with all kinds of things. Luckily there was no one in front of us because we sit very close to the screen and he wasn't going to be bothering anybody in front of us, but I don't know what's going on. Oh wait, that's what made this even worse is that in front of us, there were four seats next to each other empty. That couple next to us could have very easily uh, moved one row down and had all their space. I think the same to you though, if you didn't, you know. Well, that's why I took, 
I know, yeah. but I I would have I would have moved down, but Nicole didn't want Nicole didn't want to move her. I think if she did anything, it would have made her even angrier. So I didn't want right. to push it. See, that's what I'm saying. You were kind. Of, we were. This is so funny because we should have seen this movie together. And I think the couple next to us home. were perfectly yes. fine with people being on either side of them because they were so annoying that nothing nothing could possibly be worse. So like, I don't, <laughs> all right, uh, that pretty. I mean, I don't have anything much else on Green Knight. Um, yeah. Do you recommend it, Mom? Okay. No, there. I don't know. No one I know is going to thank me for recommending this movie, including the Mama Ks. All the Mama Ks. This is too slow. I mean, I think anybody who's even like, I, I was thinking during the movie, like, I bet you there's real big like Dev Patel fans that have just been waiting and waiting for this, and now they're like, oh no, what have I done? So, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm uh, no, especially with Weird yeah. Boy in the middle. What do you think, Nicole? Soft recommend. I told you who I think I told you who I think would benefit from using this. Oh. Which was the military yeah. for their torture device. Oh. <laughs> this is Guantanamo Bay movie night. <laughs> <laughs> movie night at Getmo. Green night. Every every night, green night. Every Oh God. Every two and a half hours, Green or, Knight. But instead of at the end when it goes back to him kneeling when it's the car's going apart, it just cuts back it's to the beginning. <laughs> yeah. The mom is making all the stuff. They're at the brothel. Okay. It slowly zooms in on the queen's nostrils for 45 minutes. <laughs> oh, God. See, that's something this director would do. Would do. I mean, he's making his next movie is making a, a Peter Pan and Wendy remake, so we'll see. Well, no! I'm sure that'll be, that'll be a crowd pleaser for the kiddies. Oh, okay. <laughs> so God. that's what this director's making. Let's talk about what this movie um, no. company producer making you don't try to say a24 a24 did yeah. we see the trailer for the lamb oh what? the lamb looks amazing did you see the trailer for lamb mama k no it looks Nicole, like you you yeah, go ahead <laughs> this is what i'm gathering out of this i'm pretty excited about it it looks like some oh. sort of midsummer-esque type of norwegian looking icelandic place and yeah. there's one language film Yep, there's some sort of thing happening with the, the livestock, and what gets birthed out of this sheep is some sort of little lamb child that can walk on its back legs and it is wearing clothes. <laughs> and, is this uh, animated? No. No, it is not. <laughs> if that it shows is, up uh... on the fucking list i no. can't wait oh lamb that. is co- La- if lamb is in a theater or on streaming no. lamb is coming to a podcast near you it, it looks Jess wonderful is, i'm very excited Jess is coming out of retirement for that then because i am a hard pass Jess is yeah Jess will be for listeners who are wondering Jess is going part-time as of as of right now based on stuff <laughs> and, and, and goings on so she will be returning later in the month for uh sporadically throughout the month so that Yay. uh you, you you will you will hear from her again at some point but uh uh, well, yeah, she's lamb. doing lamb. Yeah, she's doing that. <laughs> yeah, she's she's studying up for lamb. No, she's doing like fucking Candyman or whatever the hell. The f- uh, I counted the Candyman. Speaking of trailers, Candyman trailer fifteen times. They say Candyman. It's quite a lot. <laughs> that's not that's not counting the times they candy say man. Candy man. and Man separately. That's even more. This is just Candyman straight up. And yeah, is whole, this just a of reboot of Candyman? That is right. Uh, Jordan Peele oh. wrote the script, so you know whatever oh, okay. people, like, do people that. like to put his films. Uh, anyway, I yeah. I recommend The Green Knight. I think it's good, um, but you have to exactly be like 
a film snob, film bro kind of person, and yeah, you, you have to be a very specific one who like if you like other if you like the headiest of the A twenty four movies, then you can you'll be able to do this. If you like his other works, Yorgos Lanthimos movies. Um, I'm trying to think of who other ones are kind of close. It's 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 the slowest, most deliberate, most heady type of movie. It's it's for those kind of movies. I think it's a really good version of that. It's done really well. It did disappoint me a little bit. Could have been the theater going experience, um, but I think it really is more of that. Like it just didn't all come together as much as I would have liked. But enjoyed more than I didn't. Uh, and don't bring any of your significant others who are not into movies to this because they will hate you uh, and think about destroying everything uh, in, in their vicinity because it will bore them to tears. So two recommend or two two not recommends one of the strongest variety two one very strong not recommend and uh, I'm giving it like a like a softish solid you know kind of in the middle recommend. So that's. Mm. The Green Knight coming up. We have Lamb, hopefully. Uh, no, I don't. I don't know when that's <laughs> coming out. But I think our next one is uh, something way different than this. Suicide. The Suicide Squad. The Suicide, suicide Squad. squad. Yep. Be... I think that'll just be. Yeah. Was that? That's just me and you, right? Yeah, I think that's just. I think it's just you and you. You see yeah. the scores coming out, looking promising. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's got like a ninety-six. Says it. This just recording? what I wanted. Another Birds of Prey movie. You Nicole, you are off. You do not you're, have to watch this. Oh, you can come on. Yeah. I'm going to go see it in theaters. I know it's going to be on HBO Max, but you know me. I never learn just because I had that guy next to me. doesn't mean I'm not going back to the theaters. I'm probably going to be seeing it in a hotel room, so my yeah, experience well. will be very different. In the meantime, if you have anything to recommend to us, Films with the Women in My Life on Facebook, reach out to me on Instagram. I am Brennan underscore pod host, and you can email the show, filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. All right, thank you guys for enduring the green night. Uh, it was a task. Fuck's sake. Twa, twa ye. <laughs> what did they say? Yay. Twas a task. <laughs> Till next time, this is Brennan signing out saying thanks for listening and enjoy your. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore podhost, on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Films Women Pod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies.